Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm NCIA's Director of Communications. That's the National Cannabis Industry Association. My guest today is Jenny Blaze. She's a digital entrepreneur, content creator, cannabis advocate, and host of Good Pods number eight in the top 100 indie TV reviews chart, the Bravo and Blaze with Jenny Blaze podcast. She's focused on bridging the gap between mainstream pop culture media and the cannabis industry to modernize the perception of cannabis consumption and empower others to safely and confidently come out of the green closet through the launch of her new podcast, Cannabis Mom Boss. Welcome to the show today, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Nice to chat with a fellow podcaster as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, learn a little bit more about you personally, your background, other sorts of things that you've done with your life before moving into the cannabis space. Sure. Well, formally, um, I got my education from Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. Um, I got a Bachelor of Science in Information Technology and Arts. And back then, this was almost 20 years ago, or no, more than 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm dating myself. But uh, back then, they didn't have social media or anything. And I was very interested in how technology impacts our society as a whole and how the um, rate of growth in technology was becoming exponential at that point. And I remember just thinking like, wow, what's going to, what's it going to be like in 20 years? But um, instead of being some like cool graphic artist or like NFT creator, I wound up designing (laughs) insurance software for um, consulting firms and big fortune 500 businesses in the insurance world. Um, So it wasn't as glamorous as I thought it was going to be during my corporate life, but I did that for 15 years. My last uh, role, I came in to help manage and run the third largest global alliance um, with PricewaterhouseCooper. And at that time, when I started, we were bringing in um, just over 70 million in revenue. And by the time I left within five years, we were generating over 200 million. So um, that was really exciting, a really great opportunity. Uh, But then I left after my maternity leave with my second child. Um, And up to that point, I had, um, I had in my personal life had always been looking for, you know, this quest of you know, ultimate wellness, I guess you could say. And I studied nutrition and wellness entrepreneurship at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition um, and also completed a 200-hour hot yoga training um, certification. So I'm not an actual yoga instructor, but I love yoga. I I think it's really great for your overall wellness. Um, But I wound up um, taking this time on my maternity leave, which started about four years ago, and really diving into the cannabis industry, um, just from my own personal experience from, you know, going from a place where I was on, you know, four or five different prescription medications and uh, 
wound up microdosing on cannabis and able to get off all of my medications over a period of time. So that was life changing. Right. Great. Well, yeah, that leads me to my next question about how you got involved in the cannabis industry and movement. And, you know, many people do have a personal story, a a relationship with the plant, if you will. So yeah, tell me a bit more about that. Yeah. So like I said, um, I had my own personal experience and that really opened the door to just my quest for knowledge on all things related to the cannabis industry and history. Um, I started looking at the science and how, you know, cannabis works with the body. What are terpenes? What are, you know, the strain profiles? I was fascinated by all of it. Um, And then when I realized I had my own personal experience, I've seen and talked to so many people who had similar experiences, I started to question, well, why is it even illegal in the first place? And (laughs) so um, that's when I started looking at the history and, you know, just trying to educate myself as much as I could watching documentaries. I mean, if you look out there, it's hard to find, you know, proper education on the history of prohibition. And I totally understand why, because when I found out what's, you know, how prohibition stem from systemic racism, that's when I knew, you know, this is definitely the industry that I want to be in to do, make an impact that's bigger than just myself. And with, um, you know, the change in legislation reform and everything, um, I, I live in New York. I saw that, you know, this was something that was going to come in the future and that, you know, I would hate to just sit by the sidelines and watch it happen before my eyes without being involved um, because, you know, I've been sitting back watching and I really think that it's important that we do things the right way. And um, I didn't know exactly how I was going to do that or enter the industry. So my point of entry was through creating Bravo and Blaze, um, which started as live tweeting during Bravo TV shows that were airing on Bravo, <laughs> um, which consists of like Real Housewives, um, all other reality shows like Project Runway. I think uh, they don't have it on there anymore, but Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, that was um, that originated on Bravo like 20 years ago. And, you know, like everyone else, I was home during COVID. I also had two new babies at that time and older children trying to manage all of that. So I did what most people do and just started binge watching TV. Mm -hmm. And I realized like, you know, I wanted to be authentic and, you know, really be myself if I was going to start anything new and leave the corporate world. So I really just leaned into my fandom for Bravo TV because I look at it, a lot of people you know, I I think I was hesitant to really lean into it because a lot of things I've heard externally are, oh, that's trash TV or, you know, things like that. And so I didn't really take it seriously. But for for me, when I watch, I look at it as a study of psychology, sociology, and almost as like a modern day anthropology right before our, our eyes, which is amazing to me, especially watching some of these people for 15 to 20 years, we've seen a lot of things. And I I just think it's interesting to see, you know, the study of human behavior. But um, I started by live tweeting that turned to meme making. Um, That turned into 
uh, reels and TikToks, which turned into starting the podcast in the beginning of this year. Um, it was the first week in January. I started putting out one episode a week, just recapping um, the highlights of the week, but then also trying to find the opportunities where we could discuss the cannabis industry and what I see as the true cannabis industry that the, what I believe the mainstream pop culture media is missing. Um, I feel that what, what is represented in mainstream media is this, um, I would say outdated stereotype of being, you know, like a lazy stoner or, you know, anything that came about from reefer madness, um, and that negative propaganda. So I thought, you know, this is my opportunity to just start with this niche audience and grow organically from there. And that's really how it all came about. But during that process, um, I noticed that there were a ton of cannabis moms who were experiencing, you know, this shame and guilt of being cannabis consumers. And I went through it myself where I felt uncomfortable coming out of this quote unquote green closet of being a cannabis consumer, but not being able to really talk about it or share it with people. And so I've been on my own journey and have a lot of things have come up along the way that I've noticed and talked to other cannabis moms about. And I just want to provide a platform and an online support community for people who are going through that experience to go to. Um, and that's where Cannabis Mom Boss came about. Awesome. Yeah. I uh, During the Great Recession a decade or more ago, I remember having some free time and watching some Bravo myself. I got into the Real Housewives of New York City. Yeah, good times. Oh, uh, Luann is the best. Luann De La Sex, <laughs> the Countess. The Countess. I have to say, my favorite Bravo quote of all time is from Luann when she said, be cool, don't be all like uncool, which I think <laughs> is so fitting for the cannabis industry. That's, that's funny. Totally my vibe. Awesome. All right, let's take our first commercial break and then we'll come right back and chat more with Jenny Blaze and her new podcast, Cannabis Mom Boss. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore with NCIA, talking with Jenny Blaze, host of Bravo and Blaze and her new podcast, Cannabis Mom Boss. And something we don't get to talk a lot about here is personal, a bit personal. You're a canna mom, as it were. I put air quotes around that. I don't, I don't know, canna mom, right? But what does that mean to you? And what has that experience really been like for you? What's, what's the difficulties or pain points of being a mother who is also promoting the cannabis plant? Sure, sure. So, I mean, the biggest thing I think for any parent really is feeling that threat of losing your children. Um, You know, in some states, there are people who are still getting their children taken away for having THC in their system. And I know we're going through this process of reform and that I believe in New York and in New Jersey, according to a lawyer that I interviewed last week, um, child protective services and agencies like that are no longer allowed to use THC solely on um, or as the sole basis for, you know, considering a parent as being neglectful or anything like that. I don't know. Good grief. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that's, there's like a whole there's so many different, um, I guess, niches within mom groups. I mean, you have like your wine moms versus your can of moms. You have your stay-at-home moms versus your working moms. I mean, there's so much judgment and going around already that, you know, becoming a medical marijuana patient and being a mom, I was like, oh gosh, here we go. Like, <laughs> really? I mean, I can't even bring, if I bring nuts to school, I'm already shamed. Like, oops, oh I'm God. sorry. I'm doing my best here, but life is hard as a mom. So, I mean, being judged and shamed, I would say is definitely another pain point that a lot of people um, talk about frequently, you know, and this is all anonymous anonymously online you know Mm -hmm. people are scared to really talk about it so this is in dms and things like that but another big thing that people worry about is their job and i know that this is different across the board for every state because you know the rules and regulations are different everywhere but some states are starting to lift that um you know, the testing of THC in their employees, and there are becoming some medical marijuana patient rights um, at the workplace with exceptions for places where it's not appropriate. Um, Who deems that appropriate? I don't know. But, um, you know, I'm all about following the law. So sure. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, even even in some government um, agencies, they're uh, you know, relaxing some of the rules there as well, because they realize they're losing out on some great talent if they if they don't loosen their restrictions. Oh, exactly. Uh, and even yeah. for people who have records who are, can't even apply to some jobs because they still have, you know, their cannabis um, records that still need to be expunged. Yeah, yeah. So with your new podcast, um, focusing on these issues, you are selecting guest speakers who can address 
some of these issues, right? So um, let's talk about some examples of the guests that you've had or plan to have on your podcast that would address these pain points, these everyday pain points, and, and take a deeper dive into them. Yeah. So I have been trying to get a wide variety of people who come from all different walks of life. I have um, women, I have moms, I have um, a dad actually. And so personally, they're all at different places in their lives, but they're all cannabis consumers. And so their journey coming out of the green closet has been different, but also um, professionally, we have everyone from small business owners to um, someone that I used to work with actually, who grew a um, a business that is now valued at over $200 million in just four years, um, not even touching the plant, just supporting as an ancillary business in the tech industry. So I think mm. that's pretty cool. But also lawyers, yourself, um, just some really amazing professionals who have a lot of experience or and some with new experience in the industry, but are all coming in from different um, walks of life and have different personal stories with the plant, like you mentioned. That's great. That's great. Um, so you've definitely um, hinted at some of the risks that can go along with being a parent using cannabis, and this can move into becoming legal complications as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention social impact. Yeah. I mean, outside of of your own family, you know, if your kids are school age, you know, what's that like in the drop off and pickup line at at school, right? Like you mentioned, you know, even peanuts uh, in a school setting can be controversial. So, I mean, do other parents uh, of, of, that go to school with your children know and, and, you know, how, how has that played out? Yeah. So that's, um, that was something I was so afraid of in the beginning. And I've been slowly, I keep thinking I'm out of the quote unquote green closet, but then something will come up and I'm like, oh shoot, maybe I'm not. Um, so I've been very slow and like, just trying to take things at a pace that makes me feel comfortable with who I share it with. Um, and I think coming out on Facebook, was a big deal because that is where um, other parents uh, or I have connections with other parents because I don't really um, have time to do any of the school activities or I mean, I go to my kids sport, you know, sports events and things like that or their concerts, but I'm not, you know, in the PTA or anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm not at the book fairs or in the library every day, but um. I've just recently come out on Facebook and one parent who I thought would not receive it so well actually commented and on an article that I posted about myself and and to promote it. And she was saying congratulations, which was shocking. So, Uh I mean, it is surprising how well it's been received, Um, but you know, I am still kind of cautious because you never know. And one thing I I, ha- I do have a tip and something that I've learned along the way, if you're not sure if somebody is, you know, going to judge you or not, I just ask them, you know, are you cannabis friendly? That way they don't have to admit that they're a cannabis consumer, 
but then it kind of gives you a gauge on whether or not they are more on the supportive end versus the more judgy end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, just dip your toe in there a little bit, right? Right. Um, so there, there are a lot of women working in the cannabis industry, of course. Yay, but it's still a very male-dominated industry. A few years ago, our industry did have a noticeably high percentage of women in C-suite positions or or owners of small cannabis businesses. Um, But those numbers have adjusted in recent years and it's it's a bit lower again and looks a little bit more like other industries. Uh, What is your experience as a woman in this industry, um, not a direct to plant business operator, but but um, ancillary? What what would you like to see? I would definitely like to see more women enter the industry um, and maybe kind of surpass some of the others that we've seen so far in, in a creative and innovative way using ancillary services and offerings. I think, you know, it's really cool that we're in this period of time where an entire industry is opening up and there's so many ways to be creative about it. I mean, there's people who like clean bongs for a living or like (laughs) there's a, there's a woman who um, I think people pay her to bring them to the dispensary for the first time because they are hesitant or they feel nervous about it in some way. So I think there's so many opportunities if we just look at you know, our zones of genius, what we're good at, what we're passionate about, our talent, our skills, and then see, you know, if there's any white space or any gaps in the cannabis industry that you can fill. Love that. Absolutely. Let's uh, take our last commercial break and then come back and start to wrap up our conversation with Jenny Blaze of Cannabis Mom Boss. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, with the National Cannabis Industry Association. We've been chatting with digital entrepreneur, content creator, and cannabis advocate, Jenny Blaze. So um, how we met Jenny Blaze actually was uh, a couple of weeks ago, NCIA hosted a three-event tour uh, called Insights and Influencers, the New York Opportunity Tour. Um, These were nice little evening networking receptions in Rochester, Albany, and in Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, I didn't personally attend, but um, our events team connected me with Jenny when they got back to town uh, and suggested we talk to each other. So um, which of those events in New York did, did you attend and what did you think? I went to the Albany event and I, first of all, it was very, very chic. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> um, the apps were great. But uh, it was great to meet people and um, the New York Office of Cannabis Management was there. I really wanted to talk to them because I want to make sure that, you know, um, the local and state governments and organizations are on board with, you know, what my mission and goals are with not only Bravo and Blaze, but Cannabis Mom Boss as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's nice to be able to throw those events. Our events team does a great job with selecting the venues and the appetizers, as you mentioned as well. And of of course, our programming, we, we love connecting with state and local level cannabis regulators so that we can balance our efforts at the federal level with what's happening on the ground as well. Um, So I think that turned out to be a great opportunity. Um, And by the time this episode airs, we will have hosted a Colorado industry social uh, at the end of July, similar style of event. Um, And it's just kind of nice to get back into these, you know, 100 person or less networking events uh, just for the evening. Uh, It's great to connect with our members and meet some new people as well. Um, And again, We are finally returning back to Washington, D.C. for our 10th annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days event. The last time we were able to go to our nation's capital to lobby on behalf of cannabis reform was in May of 2019. I can't believe it's been so long. Um, So I'm particularly excited to head back in September, September 13th and 14th. NCA members will fly into DC. Uh, we will have all these meetings with uh, congressional offices, 
pre-arranged um, just like we did before and I'll be there uh, to capture some content and um, video, photo, interviews and all that other fun stuff that, that I like to do uh, for these events. So I'm just so looking forward to going back to DC for this purpose. It's the most fun, I, I mean, the most serious, but also the most, most fun thing that NCIA does just because you're actually trekking around the House and Senate buildings right. and you are actually talking with these congressional staffers and sometimes the member of Congress themselves, yeah. depending on their schedule. Um, so we're thrilled to head back to D.C. for lobby days. If you're an NCIA member, make sure you register early. Our government relations team is behind the scenes putting together the meetings and the teams on our side. So it's it's like that meme with Charlie on the wall and the, the pins and the strings, and he's just trying to put it all together. There's a lot going on behind the scenes to make lobby days happen as smoothly as it does. So be sure to register early. And if you're not yet a member of NCIA, hey, it's great time for you to join and become a member so you can join us in DC and lobby for cannabis businesses, for Main Street cannabis, for small and medium businesses to make sure we have a seat at the table as the rules are written and the regulations are written for cannabis in the future. So we have just a minute or two left here to wrap up. Um, Jenny, thank you again for taking time to chat with me uh, about what you're doing as a cannabis mom and about your podcasts as well, uh, which are continuing to help elevate uh, the larger conversation around cannabis and then and then empowering and inspiring women who use cannabis or or are even in the industry as well. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, anyone who is interested in, you know, exploring that avenue as an alternative for their health and wellness, I'm all about supporting them through that journey. Where can our listeners uh, find your podcasts? I have bravoandblaze.com. And I'm also on almost all social media platforms, mainly Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, YouTube. Is there another one I'm missing? Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. And then CannabisMomBoss.com is where you can go sign up and be notified for the launch, which is coming very soon. Excellent. Cool. Very cool. Um, thanks again. And look forward to seeing you at some events in the future, hearing your podcast episodes and uh, keep up the good work spreading the spreading the word of women in cannabis out there. And Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. And as always, thanks to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.